0: It's the doc and the deacon stethoscope and hope Talking everything from poop to the pope One believing in spiritual miracles The other believes in moving vows that are irritable Two dads, more like two brothers And they breaking bread like the Last Supper this show won't get negative feedback That be like the Deacon prescribing a Z-pack. So don't get it twisted like a Philly pretzel Folks already told y'all that Philly's special Take notes from the knowledge they're teaching Pay
1: attention, it's the Doc and the Deacon speaking Welcome to Dr. the Deacon, a podcast about two well-rested gentlemen One believing in the power of science And one believing in the power of the Holy Spirit so today we're gonna to talk about sleep apnea. Hush, little baby, don't say a word. All right, I like it. And you know, like, uh, I think that the person, if you were to think about, when we talk about sleep apnea, is Bane from the new Batman movie. It looks like he's got the mask on at all times.
0: Okay, I, see, I, I, my first uh, thought was Reggie White.
1: Oh. I like it. So Reggie White, they think, died from complications of sleep apnea. Yeah. The minister of defense. Oh, yeah.
0: I like that. The minister of defense.
1: So when people come in, they're tired. Their wife, their girlfriend, their boyfriend is frustrated because they can't sleep. They're always like, hey, I'm snoring. I think I have sleep apnea. And I go, well, do you snore? And like, no, I don't think so. Does everyone else say you snore? Yeah. And I was like, are all your friends and family liars?
0: Oh, so that's kind of like when you ask someone if they're a good driver or a bad driver. Like, everybody thinks they're not a bad driver. And then you ask them, well, how many times do you get flipped off a day? And if the answer is more than once, you're probably the bad driver, right? You know, I think you can judge that because... If- ...of restful sleep, of
1: being... Being okay in... Probably okay. you. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah.
1: Every time my wife comes home and she goes, you wouldn't believe what somebody was doing driving today. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you're not the best driver, wifey. All right, so but now, now is, is sleep apnea
0: related to what we talked about, like, in our dad bod
1: segment? Metabolic syndrome? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, to some extent, sleep apnea is basically when you stop breathing or almost stop breathing during the night, and as opposed to going from stage one sleep, stage two sleep, stage three, the real deep sleep. It stops your breathing, almost stops your breathing, and then you don't get into that deep, restful sleep. You wake up, and the next day you could feel tired. Uh, You know, the classic person who falls asleep in the chair. If I walk into a room and the patient is in the chair snoring, and and I'll admit I run behind, I immediately know they have sleep apnea. Don't even need a study. Uh,
0: now, and does this have anything to do with the makeup of their, uh, their gut microbiome?
1: No, this has to do with the size of their neck. Oh. Okay. Like, if you went to the store and they have to go to an extra room to get a shirt that fits your neck, you may have sleep apnea.
0: So I was predisposed to having So I have an 18 and a half
1: inch neck. Wow. That's impressive. That's impressive. You got to work hard to get an 18 and a half inch <laughs> I, neck. But it's always been that. I mean,
0: as long since I was in high school, eighteen, eighteen and a half, I had to get the
1: inches somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you, uh, one of my favorite experiences with sleep apnea was a time where I wasn't even a doctor. I went away to a guy's weekend. We were going to watch basketball. We're staying at like this fancy hotel. We get checked in. We're excited to go to dinner, and out comes like this. Set of earplugs. My buddy's got all these earplugs. And I was like, uh, Billy, I don't snore. You don't need all those earplugs. And he goes, "Uh, they're for you. (laughs) And you know what? He snored so loud that we took some of the earplugs and put them outside of the rooms next to us. He snored so loud.
0: (laughs) That's awesome. You know, I was looking. Sleep is is something that's talked about a lot in the Bible as well. So, they talk about the different types of sleep, this idea of restful sleep, of being okay in, in your conscience about the things that you have partaken in mm. to help give restful sleep, right? And that uh, things can churn inside you and steal that sleep from you. And you'll almost, uh, there's, there's often times in the Bible where it talks about tossing and turning and that your restlessness will follow you for all the days of your life based on, you know, actions or behaviors or or sin as they they talk about in the Bible.
1: So do you think that less religious people have more sleep apnea?
0: I don't know. You know, that's, um, I don't know if I would (laughs) simplify it
1: (laughs) into that category so easily. So it is interesting (coughs) because I feel like before bed... A lot of people pray. Yeah. And they probably pray for good sleep. Oftentimes the first thing that you say in the morning when you wake up, hey, how'd you sleep?
0: Oh yeah, that's, that's a common thing. How'd you sleep last night? Oh, fantastic, I'm a great sleeper. You know, I don't think I ever knew what sleep apnea was. I, I think I've always snored on some level, right? You know, I know my dad, we could always tell uh, when my dad was asleep. I, because you could hear him I So my parents room was across the hall from mine So this is back in uh, probably The first time I can remember Trying to know when my dad fell asleep Was when White Lion came out With their first album When the children cry mm. And I had a little boom box under my bed And so I grew up in a household We only listened The only thing I could listen to was Christian music Right, so yeah. if I wanted to listen to anything else, I had to hide it. So I would listen, and my dad would fall asleep, and then I, I'd, I'd get in, and uh, there was a song on there called "Runaway." She's a little runaway, oh man! Uh, and and when the children cry, uh, so anyway, I would I would listen and wait for my dad to hear that snore, and I knew oh. I could press play. And keep it down, and, uh, and I was good to go
1: So we don't actually want your dad treated for sleep apnea Because it would have given away your ability to know Now it's time to rock and roll
0: Yes, but I mean,
1: when did sleep apnea become a focus in the medical community? Well, speaking of rock and roll, Jerry Garcia, sleep apnea Really? Yeah William Shatner, sleep apnea Okay Rosie O'Donnell, not surprised, has sleep apnea That does not surprise me uh, One of my favorites... Shaquille O'Neal. Not only that, but this man will advertise for anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. He's taking money from the CPAP company yeah. to advertise for one of the, uh, the CPAP that he uses. He does the, uh, the, the general, the auto insurance company. I wonder if he ever eats a meal or buys a thing without getting paid to do
0: it. <laughs> uh, oh, He's a smart guy, the Shaqster.
1: Also, since we're on uh, Famous People with Sleep Apnea, Regis Philbin. Okay. Brett Farver. So it's not just fat people or necessarily unhealthy people. You're absolutely right. It's all about the anatomy of our airway. And so it's the closing down of the back of the oral pharynx that causes you to stop breathing. So large necks can cause it, but deviated septums, large tonsils, a tongue that's large, if your chin is pushed back further. And we basically come up with this index of how many times per hour do you stop sleeping? You know, less than five is normal, five to 15 is mild, 15 to 30 is moderate, greater than 30. We better get on top of this and make sure we get treated. Okay. You can actually, from sleep apnea, you get low testosterone, atrial fibrillation, focus issues. Um, and obviously, sleeping is during the day by far the most so, significant issue
0: uh low testosterone i mean let's let's talk in lay terms here, right low testosterone means your swimmers aren't might not swim as fast
1: or you might not have as many swimmers well, it correlates with that at some point, but or maybe energy level energy level libido oh yeah yeah you' so sort of the drive to wanna you know yes, yes, some people watch, refer on, to wah, it. Wah, wah. Some people refer to it as menopause 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 Alright, so low testosterone, Atrial fibrillation mm-hmm. So
0: what's that mean? In it's an irregular heart
1: rhythm And it really happens because When you stop breathing during the night Your oxygen level goes down Your heart has to pump harder Yeah And the harder it's having to pump Due to lower oxygen levels The greater the chances that your Electrical system of your heart Starts to beat more irregularly So we're
0: putting unnecessary pressure On the heart to do more work When we have sleep apnea We are
1: Okay We are That makes
0: sense Um, So there's some real uh, concern Other than just the discomfort of the person sleeping next to you Because of your snoring
1: Oh yeah I'm actually never worried about that as much as it is the health issues But obviously Keeping your wife happy Husband happy Boyfriend happy uh, You know Is probably the most important thing for a happy life
0: I have never had a problem keeping my boyfriend happy (laughs) So, do you know
1: that animals get sleep apnea? How do you know that? <laughs> because, have you ever seen a bulldog? Those things uh, are snoring. Okay, yeah, And yeah, they've yeah. actually been uh, listed as that bulldogs, hippopotamus, elephants, likely have some form of sleep apnea that affect their life.
0: Yeah, I know they talk about dogs with uh, shorter snouts have more, char- like pugs, bulldogs, you know, some of those breeds. Uh, I, I went to the doctor to get a study for sleep apnea
1: I remember that conversation
0: And, uh, and then I even saw a pulmonologist at one point point. And the first thing he did, I, I opened my mouth And I never knew this was even possible until, you know,
1: talking to this guy And he said, you've got huge tonsils well, that's actually a good point. There's actually a fancy scoring system called the Malampati scoring system, L-A-M-A-L-L-A-M-P-A-T-I, which was originally used to look at whether or not you could intubate someone by anesthesiologist. Malampati. Malampati.
0: Is that related to Halapulavati Uh
1: Second cousins. Okay. Third cousins of the Almapati. Perfect. Ha <laughs> ha! And so basically it's when you look at how much area do you see when you look in the back of the mouth and the throat area to judge what are the chances someone has sleep apnea. And so it's basically the closing down of that. The new thing, the new fancy thing that everyone wants because nobody wants CPAP, nobody wants to wear a mask except for on Halloween. I actually don't even want to wear a mask on Halloween. No, I think masks are are out. Oh. Altogether. You know, I'm trying to show off my face. I don't want to be sweaty. Yeah, you can't even. They're hard to uh, drink out
0: of. They're hard. You you can't move. Oh, you're at a Halloween
1: party. You've got a mask on. You're trying to drink your beer through a straw. Even I know beer through a straw is gross. Yeah, it's awful. And so this thing, it's called the Inspire. I like the name. Okay. It's actually an implantable, basically neurostimulator that when you stop breathing buzzes your hypoglossal nerve and you have like a little remote control and so like you hook it up and like turn it on as you're getting ready to go to sleep and it like buzzes your hypoglossal nerve while you're sleeping and And people are like i'd prefer that than a CPAP anytime really
0: Mm -hmm. what's the procedural challenges or like is there are there risks involved with implanting
1: one of those is well i'll tell you once i actually meet a patient that's actually had one everyone tells me they're getting one but there aren't many doctors who actually had the skills to do this implantable thing. At some of the bigger university hospitals um, near where we live, it is done. But I actually haven't seen it done much.
0: Okay. So it's one of those, uh, you got to get in on a test study for that. So the people who who have those implanted probably also um, have some other things that they've had put in and around their body as they've done, like, test studies for other things, Right. <laughs>
1: Yes, it's one of those where like, hey, for 50 bucks will you take this uh, experiment? Heck yeah Yeah Um, You know what, I've never had a sleep study I don't know that I need one, but I think I'm going to go get one You know why? Why? Just to escape from my family for a night Just for a night Oh, I love them But they actually have like nice TVs there Other than like the guy who has to stay in the room and watch me while I sleep Like who wants that job?
0: I don't, I don't know. I don't know. But do you think he knew that was the job that he was signing up for the, from the minute he, he like,
1: filled out the application? <laughs> Have you met the one at the sleep study near me? Yeah. <laughs> Heck yeah. I met him and I was like, hey, it's nice to meet you on the dock. And he's like, yeah, I'm the guy at the sleep center. I was like, oh, yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's like you could,
0: uh, if you had to draw a picture, before you went there, if they told you that guy was going to be there, this is the picture you would have come up with.
1: I mean, he looks like an extra from a saw movie. Yeah. <laughs> if he's listening to this, we really appreciate the work you do. Oh yes, you're the best. <laughs> you know what the best part would be? Is if, like, while he was watching people sleep, he, he was, fell asleep.
0: Oh, I was going to say if he was listening to this
1: while he was watching people sleep. Oh, oh. I think I'd get a phone call. Well, oh, that'd be awesome. You know, it is one of those where, like, uh, they were saying, hey, what's a contraindication to a sleep study? Like, what would keep someone from not being able to go to a sleep lab to get a sleep study? Okay. And the answer is, unless you're in the hospital, bed bugs and lice. That's it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we, we don't
0: need to be spreading bed bugs. No need to, uh, to give anybody lice unnecessarily.
1: And listen, bed bugs and lice happen to good people. I don't, I don't know if that's true. Well, we're a nice people podcast. And so in this world, bedbugs can happen to, you know, fancy hotels. It can happen anywhere. I actually had a day once where I saw someone bedbugs. And on the way home, I made the mistake of um, letting my wife know. Mm. And as I arrived home, she had the doors locked and bolted. Yeah. And there was a plastic bag. Yep. And a note for me to remove my clothing. There you go. And... After I got butt naked, I sprinted up. She had the shower on and ran through the house, hoping that someone was walking by. Honestly. I was hoping one of the neighbors, hey, how you doing? And hopped right in the shower. Wow.
0: All right, so bed bugs and lice, they're the, they're, the, they're the things that are going to preclude you from taking one of these sleep studies. Uh, but you can do them at home as well, right?
1: You absolutely can do them at Is home. Is there
0: a difference? Between, because I've, uh, so for those of you listening, I don't know if you can tell which one of us has mild obstructive sleep apnea or not just by listening, but one of us on this podcast
1: does. At some point, we will attach a link of the deacon's neck to this podcast.
0: (laughs) So, so is there, is there any more detailed or, or more validity to having the test done at a sleep center than the one that you would do at home?
1: Yes, well insurance companies are now recommending people to get them done at home because it's cheaper They don't want to pay for it. And it I know most of you won't believe it But insurance companies don't want to pay for anything And so there are a few things If you have REM movement disorders, restless leg syndrome There are certain leads that are not there when you do a home sleep study But okay. when it comes to straight up evaluating for sleep apnea, they're pretty adequate Okay One of my favorite things uh, recently about sleep apnea was a sporting thing, and I love sports. It was a quarterback with the number one pick in the NFL, Jamarcus Russell. Remember him? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he got in trouble for not being able to pay attention at meetings and not picking up all the plays. Right. And then he got in trouble for the purple drank. The purple drank. Yeah. Yeah. It's like some sort of booze in Fennergan with Cody. Okay. I no longer write Fennergan with Coding because Little Wayne raps about it.
0: I think that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you find your prescription in a, a rap
1: song, you should stop prescribing it, right? Somebody once said, I got some back pain. Could I get some Vicodin? Ving, ving, ving. And I was like, I know that's an Eminem song. And the answer is no. No, no, no. Right? And so his actual thought afterwards is he found out he had sleep apnea and had okay. trouble sleeping. And started using that to try to fall asleep and also had trouble paying attention. Mm. And so, you know, the Raiders were bad for 10 years because of a misdiagnosis of sleep apnea. So, if your friend is snoring, if your wife is snoring, if your buddy is snoring, don't kick him out of bed. Send up to the doctor instead. Thanks for tuning in to Dr. D. That
0: like the Ten Commandments. This show gon' be around for infinite years. I think we can all agree on ice cold beers. 100% authentic, you can't
1: fake it. Often imitated, but never duplicated. So knowledgeable, take a lot of facts And Now I'm coming to close it like a wrongedish Chapman.